Today's show is brought to you by Hoopsters, the greatest basketball-themed board game ever. Listen, technology is great and all, but nothing beats sitting down to play a quick board game with your kids or your buddies, and Hoopsters is a slam dunk. It's got all the excitement and energy of basketball and the strategy of backgammon. And you can finish the game in 15 minutes. But I bet you won't play just one, though. Head to hoopsters.store to learn more. Good times. In three, two, one. Cue coach. Two years. Hundreds of ridiculous bits. Thousands of mispronounced names. Tens of thousands of stories that we got kind of right. One almost interview with a former NBA player. And of course, it is laced with the sweetest guitar riffs this side of the Olentangy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 100th episode of Sports Wednesday. Sports Wednesday, 100th episode. Sports Wednesday, 100th I don't know how he does. He gets better every single week. Every goddamn time. Every single week. It's beautiful. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 100th episode extravaganza of Sports Wednesday. What started as two idiots dreaming in a garage now has gone 100 times without getting any better. Appreciably. <laughs> my name's Pete Brown. I'm the big man on campus. You'll hear my co-host call me BMOC. That's what that means, big man on campus. Let me tell you about these two. This guy. This, this guy. guy. After 99 episodes and against all odds, his podcast appearances continue to disappoint. It's the coach, basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you, coach? Doing good. 100, 100 episodes. This is amazing. Hard to believe. Oh. Let me tell you about this other guy. This other guy. Me. He is treating a head cold with two shots of rock and roll. It's the maestro, Brian Hake. Hey, maestro, how's it going? You know what, like I told you guys earlier, I'm just I'm muscling through it. We are in uh, the Hake, Hake City Tavern, also known as Hake House Basement. This is the first time the three of us have ever been in the same location recording. That's amazing. Except one other time. Except for one other time. In your garage. In your garage. Except for that time in my garage. I have no memory of <laughs> Oh, episode 74. It was a good one. Yeah, good, good times. All right. <laughs> it was like 74. Yeah. So, so just so you know... Podcast listeners, settle in, okay? This is going to be the longest show in Sports Wednesday history because we decided inexplicably to bring back every single bit we could remember doing and do them again. So this is easily going to top two hours. It's going to be fantastic for fans of the show. For not fans of the show, probably not so much. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, cool. Cool. Just want to remind you all you can follow the show on the Twitters yeah, at Sport cool. Wednesday. That's Sport Singular Wednesday. And we're going to be live streaming tonight at 9.50 p.m. The two-minute drill. How about that? I'm excited. Very excited. And over on Instagram, 129 followers. Check the gay fellas. That's uh, that's more than one per episode that we've picked up, that's at least. It's a great, great ratio. <laughs> and we'll be live streaming there as well at Sports Wednesday at 9.50 p.m. Eastern, which won't matter to you because you're listening to this on Wednesday. But yes. we're very excited about it. Excited. It's going to be a huge show. Uh, after this show, we're taking a few weeks off because we're reconfiguring. We're taking the car apart, putting it back together for season three, which will probably launch right around March Madness. And give Maestro a little break there and coach, try and uh, work with him, get him a vocal coach, and maybe get him to write some things down on occasion. Ah, I like to go out, I like to shoot from the hip. Okay, so guys, uh, I went back and listened to the first episode. Okay. 
And uh, now you guys know I have a, a storytelling podcast called Pete Brown Says. It's very different than this show. Yes, different vibe. Yeah. It's mostly me talking like this in a non-threatening way, telling you sad stories about my childhood. For some reason, in the first episode, I open with a six-minute story about how in 1995 I missed the NBA playoffs because I was busy with life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Holy cow. Great episode. Yeah. It was really good. Really some vintage storytelling. You, you guys know I did a storytelling show uh, yeah, I've heard last week that. in yeah. Columbus? Yes, I did know that. Yeah, yes. right here in town. Yeah, I know. A lot it's of people how. came out. I noticed this about you. I, did, I didn't make it out. You, uh, you thank folks for coming out, but you don't invite people out. That's true. Over the social media. That's a good, good trying to cut me off at the pass there, maestro. Because <laughs> I was all going to be like, I saw a lot of people out there. I didn't see you guys. Were you guys there in the back? I was way in the back. Way in the back. Wearing my uh, Groucho Marx. I told you in advance, BMOC, that I couldn't make it. All right. So here we, here we go. So go ahead and pick up your audio, audio technic headphones there. I'm going to play for you how we described what this show was going to be like way back in episode one. Well, Sports Wednesday is a podcast addressed to people like me. We're in about 20 minutes once a week. We cover the big stories. We give some analysis and some insight. But if you haven't been in the weeds, if you haven't been deep into these stories, it's okay. So I'd like to say Sports Wednesday is the right amount of sports in the middle of the week. Or the sports podcast for the medium so phase. If you so will. pleasant. Oh, the, the, uh, the right amount of sports in the middle of the week. You haven't been in the weeds. About the only thing I got right in there is uh, middle of the week. Or on Wednesday. <laughs> So, yeah, the show has, uh, in season one, expanded to like an hour. When yes. We got, went up to 90 minutes, and we cut it back down. Coming in about uh, 40, 45 minutes now, but not tonight. So, all right, you guys, are you ready to do this? I think yeah, that's all the housekeeping. We got a lot to get through. Yeah, let's do this. The show's got a first half. It's got a second half. Maestro, let's kick it off. All right, best bits, worst bits, got lots of comedy bits in 100 episodes, so this is just, tell me, this does not have to be a recurring bit, it could just be something we did once, what is your best bit, and then your worst bit, we're going to Maestro first, because he was kind enough to write his down on the show sheet. God bless him. I was trying to remember, okay, so my best bit, it's not really a specific bit, it's, it's more of a trend of a bit, and it's, it goes to the source of my angst with you two and, <laughs> and the, the bromance that you have. So to me, anytime that there's like this, oh, cool, cool. Like when either two of us yeah. do something without the third yeah. and it just becomes this thing, yeah. I, I love it. Like as much as I, like in the moment I get, I'm like, oh man. It's cringy and uncomfortable. It's, it's cringy and uncomfortable, but when it's all said, it's like, it's the best part because it just becomes our cool, oh. That's cool, cool. That's cool. cool and that cool. sort of dovetails into the hockey game and your your uh, recording there, which we'll talk about a little later. Yeah, we got we got quite a few cool, cool, cool highlights coming up. Uh, no, we're gonna do coach best bit. What do you got, coach? Oh, uh, my best bit or the best bit that I think is uh, I love the Mount Rushmore we did for Mount Rushmore sports villains, only because it made made us all think, and we were all coming from different places, and we all brought 
I mean, it, it, I thought that turned out great. Like the choices that we made. It was a good episode. It was fun. Slate was good. Slate was fantastic. Yeah. Like the 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 Mount Rushmore, and that was that was something that I wish we we, we go back to. But yeah. I and well, there's controversy because we, we all got texted by various people because we did Mount Rushmore of yes. sports villains, and then several weeks later, NBC Sunday stole Night it. Football stole it. Stole it. They stole Mount Rushmore from us. It was ours. No residuals. We should have trademarked it. So that was a great bit. Yes. All right, let me tell you my best bit. All right, it was Mustache Madness. Yes. When we ranked, we came up with eight great sports mustaches, and we had voting across a number of episodes. That was a great episode. Uh, nobody's done anything like that, and those mustaches were superb. I still feel like Bill Buckner. I mean, what a great mustache. Yeah. Neckbeard and great mustache. You're still so Riley Fingers was the winner of the number. He should win. Sure. But I feel like Bill Buckner lost early. So did Mark Spitz out which in the first amazing, round, which yes. was unbelievable. But Mustache Madness, I wish I had the episode I could tell you to go back and listen to. We'll put a note in the show yeah. show notes. Surprisingly went pretty far and it was uh was the late great uh, NASCAR driver who Oh Dale Earnhardt. Yeah. Oh everybody loves Dale. And not only that, that was when uh, we were paying the five bucks a month for Bracket yes. Ninja and that was <laughs> that was the only tournament style bit that we did that other people actually voted people got into <laughs> right? all the other ones like just 25, died on the vine Twenty-five thousand votes or so <laughs> right around there right around there. all right maestro what's your worst bit so my worst bit and this just popped into my head i was like i wanted to keep it very uh you know high level but uh, you know our fantasy sports is just mm. god awful and i don't even know why we try yeah Every time um, we would have the fantasy sports updates, too. Oh, yeah, man. It's the worst. And it's, it's Who are we kidding? Who are we kidding? And here's the thing. There's plenty of fantasy shit out there. And yes. we were talking about it. Yeah. We, we, have no, it. we have no, no. business no. doing it, talking about no. it. Nobody's no. tuning in to us yeah. to hear it. No. So it's like... One of the ways I build our Twitter following is I follow other sports podcasts, yes. and like 95% of them are fantasy. fantasy. <laughs> So yeah. me sitting there talking about which I knew nothing about. Yeah. yeah. So we should we should create our an anti fantasy. Which is weird though because we had twenty people in the fo- the football league this year. Yes. And it was competitive to the end. So. Yeah. But we just shouldn't talk about it. Should never. Like a fight club. Never. Yes. All right, uh, coach. You got a worst. I bit? I have a worst. Or they've been I, all winners for you. Everything's been great, especially everything I've done. Um, mine, I think we all agree on, and it just didn't work for our format which was logo madness oh yeah <laughs> and we had such high hopes for it and, and when we talked about it it sounded so cool because we love great logos obviously yeah. maestro being a graphic designer yeah. and, and we all appreciate that and we love great sports and classic stuff but it doesn't translate to the spoken word because no one can see the guy that's logos. right even even so, when we did american league logo madness to determine the best logo in the american league and we tagged every team. Every team. And, you know, every fan podcast of those teams, come vote for your logo. You lost money on, not on, on Bracket Ninja that, that Didn't month. Didn't we do, like, minor league baseball team logos? That, that, that's mine. Yes. was when uh, we pulled up minor league ba- and we're just looking at them on the screen. And we're like, this is kind of cool. It's kind of, like, roundish. <laughs> so listening to three guys in a non-visual medium discuss a visual medium, it not It seemed like a great idea. I'll tell you what, I uh, subscribe to a number of design podcasts so I can stay on top of what brilliant people like Meister are doing for my job, and and they're equally difficult to listen to. (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, either they're talking about designers I've never heard of or movements I don't know. It's like someone going into an art museum like, I'm going to tell you about this piece of art. Yeah. You listen. Yeah. So we know for sure, uh, and we don't subscribe to Bracket Ninja anymore, but Logo Madness was a dud. Uh, Talking about minor league logos was a dud in fantasy football. 
No place in season three. No. Everything else was winners. Everything was totally. Great. Everything else just was awesome. All right. Well, that's best bit, worst bit. Also, here in Act One, we've got an interview. Yes, sir. Now, uh, when we started the podcast, Coach, we had high hopes we were going to get former athletes on. Oh, you were going to yeah. like go deep cuts into 1970s Cleveland Indian rosters. Why wouldn't they come on? I have no idea. They just well, what I didn't ask. Them. Local sports heroes. Oh, I thought we had it. And uh, the, we've only managed to get one guy to come on the podcast. <laughs> one and guy. His name's Cole. God bless Cole. Cole Medvac from Cleveland, and he's a numbers guy. He actually knows what he's talking about when it comes to looking at the numbers of sports things. Nobody loves numbers more than him. But uh, And what happened was he had tweeted once, he had just ranked college quarterbacks for an upcoming draft. This was probably two years ago. And I noticed Nathan Rourke from Ohio University was on there. So I immediately retweeted that information, and he reached out and said, I'll come on the show and talk about Nathan Rourke. I said, done, done deal. deal. <laughs> so he first came on in uh, May of 2018. We've had on oh a God. couple of years, a couple of times since, I'm sorry. And, uh, and we talked to him last night for about 22 minutes. We talked Cleveland Browns, which is Cole's specialty. Uh, we talked upcoming NFL draft. Mm-hmm. And... Nathan Rourke of Ohio University, and we talked about uh, the time he got cheated on in 2018. <laughs> oh, that, was awesome. That awkward moment that uh, BMO did. <laughs> Cole did. He wrote what I still think is the greatest tweet of the last five years. Which is, oh, it's so good. You know, he said, just found out I'm getting tweeted on, but I'm drunk and the Browns are winning, so all good. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting tweeted on or cheated on? Tweeted on. Tweeted. He's tweeted. He has a new girlfriend. He, t- he goes oh, into yeah. detail. I don't think he. Wa- I don't think he trusted me. No, 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 those no. Details. no. He, he kept those on the. He kept those under the wraps. He right. does not want you to know. All right. So here we go. We're going to bring in Cole Medvek. All right. Cue him in three, two, one. <laughs> All right, nice, nice work there, Maestro. Uh, welcome back to the show, Cole Medvec at Cole from Clee on Twitter. Cole, how you doing? Doing awesome. How you guys doing? Doing great. We're doing great. Well, this is a, our 100th episode, and uh, as you know, we have tried to get lots <laughs> of famous athletes, <laughs> sports analysts, people in the media on the show, and you are the only one that's. I was going to say you're stuck with me. Here we go, <laughs> round number three. Well, we're so happy about that. <laughs> awesome. Cool. We absolutely are. So, Cole, last time that we talked, uh, it was before the Browns season, and we were all feeling really, really good. So my first question to you is, what, what happened? Um, you know, that's that's so tough to answer. I would say it's mostly coaching. I think that everything we thought about Freddie Kitchens was really the coaching staff as a whole in 2018. And then when you put it on that one guy and have him hold that mantle, it's it just implodes. And every little thing he was doing – was so antiquated. And it wasn't even like Hugh Jackson, where Hugh Jackson was going into like a 2005 offense. Freddie Kitchens was coaching as if it was like 1999. And so somehow he was even worse. I I have to say that's probably 90% of it. I would also say, though, the team as a whole was not as good in terms of the talent as what a lot of people thought it was. It wasn't that Super Bowl caliber team. It was more so like a 10-6, and six, pretty good getting to playoffs, but not finish at the very end so that's more of those two things that's kind of what happened i would say 
So, Cole, I know you you're a numbers guy. You got spreadsheets. Mm-hmm. Did you start did you start to see the season take a turn in the numbers anyway? I saw well, game one is where I really saw it. I was like, what the heck? I mean, as soon as you saw Odell Beckham not being productive, and as soon as you started seeing them run it on first down, that's when I noticed, like, oh man, this is not good. This is every play that they're doing felt like the opposite of what they were supposed to be doing in the modern NFL where obviously it's so much more of a passing league where you see Patrick Mahomes going off every single game. They didn't do that with Baker Mayfield, and they had every opportunity. And in terms of the numbers with it, Baker Mayfield was so much more productive on very specific or passing plays that were shorter in distance, whereas they kept trying to implement like an air raid system where they were trying to throw the ball so incredibly deep to Odell. And... When you have a bad O-line and you're playing with pressure, it just doesn't work. That is the biggest problem with that coaching staff, where they were trying to play as if they had the Dallas Cowboys O-line, but they didn't. They had a below-average O-line. So that's where I mean, too, with the talent, where Dorsey let the, in my opinion, the O-line just completely fall apart. So that's right away where I started seeing stuff go down. So, you know? So, Cole, you're saying... Um, so Baker's, uh, production at the back end of last year, obviously was mm-hmm. record breaking. So you're that back end, which that part where you're saying like the only really difference because Freddie's calling the plays on both years. This is what I want you to tell me. Like he's calling the plays last year and then he called them this year. You're saying that the one big, the big difference did Freddie change his game plan from last year. And then you're saying the O-line, O-line has changed. Every, oh, he's completely changed everything. That wasn't the mm-hmm. same game plan. Okay. Yeah, so what was happening was, I guess on like third down, for example, in 2018, Freddie Kitchens, yeah, he would give the play call, but apparently like a different coach was coming up with like what was going to happen on third down and giving him the data like, here, go do this play. And then he would go, okay. So the thing is like he got all the credit for every little play, but then he was actually only doing about half the plays he was only keeping in charge of. And in terms of like the offense changing, it was much more like Kyle Shanahan's offense in 2018, where it's very run focused. They have a very competent run game, but then it was complemented with the passing game. Whereas this year, they really tried hard, especially in the first half of the season, to keep it mostly a air raid offense. And it's one of those, again, like, I mean, with the O-line being terrible and Freddie Kitchens getting that play calling, that's where it really went downhill. Those were the biggest problems. So, do do you see Baker as more of a Joe Montana style quarterback, where he's he's throwing shorter passes to spots and the receivers are getting there, as opposed to like Mahomes, where he can fling it fifty one yards pretty accurately? Um, honestly, he can probably do both. I would say that he's definitely built for that air raid, that downfield throwing. But mm-hmm. I'm not really sure if it's see the difference. What I don't quite understand is that they both had very similar production in college. And Patrick Mahomes' O-line right now is actually not that good. It's it's decent, it's good, but not great by any means. So, based off what he showed last year, I think it had a lot more to do with play calling than his actual ability, to be honest. I think that Baker is still great. I think that he does do really, really well on the shorter passes. So, it just depends on whatever scheme you want to put him in, but he should be able yeah. to fit any scheme. But don't you think is just the thought too? Don't you think that Mahomes his legs hides the 
the the O line, the Kansas City's. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so, I mean, so that's the one yeah. thing that Baker doesn't have. That's why, um, which I'm okay with. But I, I, when you were saying that, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, you're right. His O line isn't great, but those he freezes those linebackers with his legs, which gives him an extra second or two to, to throw that ball. Oh, that's that's exactly what which he needs because he he takes about ten seconds every time. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's that's the thing, and that's where I mean Baker's more athletic than quite a few quarterbacks, but a lot of people are making the Johnny Manziel comparison. Obviously, he is not there. No, he's at not all when it comes to his running ability. Yeah, but he's also not Johnny Manziel so, in the fact that he's got more in the tank yeah. than Johnny has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Cole, what is your take on the new staff? Uh, so far, I I like it quite a bit. Um, the analytics guys love it. The film guys are pretty mixed on it. I think it's more of in between. Mm-hmm. Like I think that Kevin Stefanski is definitely an upgrade. I actually wanted him quite a bit um, last year, but he's he's good, but he's not anything special. He's not great. He's not, you know, he's competent though. I think. So can I ask you a question? If if, mm-hmm. if you had a wish list of all the guys that were available, and and let's say Kevin's not your choice, who would have been your choice out of all the guys that were available? There really wasn't anyone. I mean, I think Mike McCarthy had a lot of potential, but I mean, I don't even really know what to say with him because a lot of it's all theoretical where he's saying that he's going to improve his game plan. He has all these new plays, research the NFL. So I was intrigued by him for sure. Sure. But besides that, Kevin Stefanski, I think was the best we could get. Okay. There really wasn't anyone good this time around. Yeah. No Andy Reeds. No, you know, yeah. no Kyle Shanahan. No. So. No, you're right. All right. So, we don't want to. We don't want to dwell on the Browns too much, but uh, so I'm going to ask you this final question. It's going to be a tough one, Cole. All I'm just right, telling right. you. So uh, in in the latter half of 2018, uh, when the Browns started winning a little bit, when uh, Greg Williams was running the team and Freddie was calling plays, uh, that's when you tweeted the greatest tweet of all time, which is, <laughs> "I just found out I'm getting cheated yep. on, but I'm drunk and the Browns are winning, so all good." <laughs> Did this season, the, the 2019 season? Would that have been an equal salve to being cheated on? <laughs> you know, uh, good. You know what? I would say this season was probably worse. I gotta say, <laughs> this season was definitely hella worse for sure. For sure. So in a, in a way, it was good that you got cheated on in 2018 because it would have been a, a lot softer blow. <laughs> oh yeah, that. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we know uh, what 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 you're really into, why we want to get you here. And we want to talk about your draft. Who are your top three that you're seeing on the board for this upcoming NFL draft uh, for like quarterbacks or for um, all players? What do you want to talk about? Well, I mean, I got some data for like, I mean, I got notes for kind of all the players too. I mean, they're pretty obvious. I mean, for me, it would be chase young Tua, and I feel like under pressure, I have to say Joe Burrow, but I've been pretty down on him actually. So, what uh, what's got you down on him? Is there something in the numbers he, that the rest we're not seeing? Yeah, so he he's someone that usually I compile all of the data from each season. I don't just go based off of one particular season. So when you add it all up together, including last year's like 2018s, mm-hmm. uh, that brings him down quite a bit to the point where he still looks like a franchise quarterback. But in my notes, he looks far more average. He looks more like a Matt Stafford level quarterback. And the big thing, though, is he had this incredible season, but it wasn't as incredible as what people make it out to be, where it had more to do with him and the amount of pass attempts that he actually had. So the coach just kept having him throw the ball again and again and again, 
And so he was able to compile a lot of high um, stats, and that's where he got the 60 touchdowns. But on a per-attempt basis, he actually wasn't even as good as like Tua, who's in the same class as him. So that's where I'm a little bit more skeptical. And then especially considering he didn't really break out until he became a redshirt senior, considering the fact that Lamar Jackson is two years younger than he is, it's one of those where I look at that and I'm like, okay, if you put Lamar Jackson in college right now after all of this, you know, this MVP season, that's almost like what you have to compare to Joe Burrow. Like it's not really fair to put Joe Burrow on the same pedestal as some people are with calling him like, a Cam Newton level prospect. Like, I just don't see that at all. Um, I think he's going to be like a top maybe 15 QB, but he's not going to be top five. I don't even think top 10. Yeah, but but you know the Bengals are going to pick him. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's where I'm excited. That's where I'm like, what the Bengals? <laughs> I was freaking out that they were going to take Tua in the beginning of the season, and here we are. They're going to take Joe Burrow. Um, I'll be happy. You're good with that. Yo, heck yeah. I don't think that uh, I don't think Andy Dalton's that different from Joe Burrow. And if you even look at the complaints about Andy Dalton, it's all arm strength related. And that's the same thing with Joe Burrow, too. So I think he was on a super team in college. I think that he was surrounded by an insane amount of talent. And I think that like when you have two wide receivers who are gonna go in the first round and a running back who's gonna go in the first round, like it's really hard for any guy in college to look bad. So, yeah, I think it's more of that with him, but I gotcha. Coach, you got anything on that you want to follow? No, up you with? mentioned two and you put him really, really high. That doesn't concern you about his hip injury because it, it's a very similar injury to that Bo Jackson had that yeah. threw him out of the I, league. Honestly, I'm not. I mean, he is yeah, a great honestly, talent, but really I didn't sure. know if you knew anything because that would be my because he won't go in the first round. Will he still with his injury? Um, I you think someone will take a chance on him? Uh, if I had to put money on it, I'd say yes. Yeah. I actually think he'll still go top five, to be honest. Because I think that I've gone through, honestly, I've gone through probably over a thousand quarterbacks in terms of just looking at the data. And it sounds so crazy to say, but Tua is the best quarterback I've ever looked at. Wow. All of like literally a thousand different prospects. And that's where he's just so incredible. I think his talent level and his upside is so high. And I adjust all of these guys for, okay, if you're going to go into the NFL, the talent level, usually in college, your production's about 70% of what it would be in the NFL. And if you take everything he's done and adjust it for the NFL and compare it to the same guys, it's almost like he's had two MVP caliber seasons. Like he is just so amazing. I've never seen like wow. Baker. I thought blew me away, but like Tua is a whole like tier above Baker. It's just really incredible how good he is. And I think that, yeah, there's that injury and I have no clue how that's going to really affect his NFL prospects, Yeah, but the talent alone, I think is so incredible that you have to just take a risk on him. If you can take a risk on Mark Sanchez or Mitchell Trubisky, I just don't see any reason why Tua can't go top five. I just don't see it. Good point. Do you think Tua is, I mean, do you think his skills translate to the NFL? I always wonder about that, but I guess that the new style of NFL is, you know, lends itself to these sort of smaller, Mm -hmm. more mobile quarterbacks, but I don't know. Joe Joe made a believer out of me in that, in that uh, national championship, man, he was putting it on the money. Some, crazy passes mm-hmm. i don't know i mean i still trust me though i still think joe burrow is good but just not i guess i'm trying to be down on him because i think that um uh, 
the way the media portrays him, I think it's a little bit too yeah. high. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I just don't think he's at that level. Like, he's still definitely going to be a quality quarterback. But but if Tua was not hurt, right. he'd be number one pick. That's what you're saying. Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah, no question. What uh, what team do you think will uh, roll the dice on Tua? Um, well, I'm sure the Dolphins want to get him. From what I understand, yeah. the Dolphins are actually trying to trade up to get him, from what I've heard. They want to trade up with the, I think, the Lions to get to number three. Um, to get two. So I think one of these teams, though, I got a feeling, though, it might actually be a team that we don't expect to go trade up for him, like a like a Colts, because they have Brissett, who can play for the first year, two on the bench. Um, mm-hmm. It wouldn't even surprise me if the Chargers trade up for him. I can see that happening, too, but... I got yeah. a question for you, Cole. Yeah. Where, you know, we, you mentioned Andy Dalton. I, I feel like he's still got some gas in the tank. You think somebody will, will pick him up? Oh, for sure. I think uh, I would actually say Andy Dalton's probably the most underrated quarterback in the league. I think that he, the past few years, because like I, I compare the NFL players too, and I look at their stats, and he's actually played at the same level as Ben Roethlisberger. The only difference is that Roethlisberger had Antonio Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster. Andy Dalton had no O-line. A.J. Green's been mm-hmm. hurt. But on on paper, I mean, he's been playing at a very, very similar level. So I think that I can see, like, the Bears taking him or, like, some team without a quarterback definitely picking him up for a few years. I, I can see, see the Steelers happen. taking him. Heck, yeah. I Hey, that would not even be a shocking thing. and That's going to blow people's minds. But <laughs> he's uh, he's definitely better than what people make him out to be. People, people forget in 2015, he was almost the MVP. He was, I think, yeah. what, number three on the list? So, Yeah, for some reason at my local barbershop, they got a picture of him up. It always <laughs> upsets me. That's red hair. So, uh, All right, Cole, now this is probably the hardest question you're going to face, and that's saying something since we already talked about you getting cheated on in 2018. <laughs> I'm... Sorry, I keep bringing oh, I that care. up. Hey, it was, a, it, it was a fascinating tweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, if Cole's ex listens to Sports Wednesday, why, why wouldn't she? she? <laughs> She's just going to be like, I made such a mistake. <laughs> All right. Is this the year that an Ohio Bobcat quarterback gets drafted? No, oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. So I remember the first time I came <laughs> yes. out here, I was like yeah. thinking he was going to be a wide receiver. Okay, it's... Yep. Okay, this actually blew my mind. I swear it's because I was talking to you guys. But Nathan Rourke, his production, like on paper, it's as good as Joe Burrow's. That sounds insane to say, but like on a per attempt basis, based off of everything I look at, he's like a small school version of Joe Burrow. And usually when you play at a small school, though, that does significantly like take down like your stock. Mm Mm-hmm. Sure. And so you got to like look at it with an asterisk. So usually I, I drop it all down a little bit. But if it's one of those things where if I had to make like an equivalent to like how he plays, he's almost like small yeah. school Lamar Jackson, like one for one. Like it is so unbelievable to me, like how much he's actually improved. Um, I would say that I can actually see the Ravens picking him up and keeping him as a backup. But he's the kind of guy where I think a few years from now, the same way Tyrod Taylor all of a sudden gets put on the Bills and gets a Pro Bowl season. That would not shock me in the slightest with Nathan Rohr. Wow. He is actually really, really incredible. And just a matter of, like, was it the competition? Was it the team he was yeah. on? I don't know. But at least on paper, the dude was just well, he incredible. Had, he was the MVP of the Idaho Potato <laughs> That's Bowl. That's saying yeah. something. <laughs> that is. Yeah. <laughs> that is yeah. Say, 
and he's a you know we went to a couple games this year. He's he's a system quarterback for right, sure, right? right? They don't ask too much of him. He can run, but he doesn't throw the ball downfield a lot. And I think that's where you're kind of seeing that Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson sort of similarity. Yeah, exactly. And now you can start tracking his younger brother who just uh, committed to play for the Bobcats. Yeah. (laughs) So, all right. Well, it sounds like that's good news for the three of us. If he, uh, if he gets drafted, I don't know. I I could also see him slipping out of the draft and like getting signed. I bet he won't get drafted. He's getting, he'll be an undrafted free agent. He'll get a shot and maybe hang on to the practice squad and then see what happens from there. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this was not what I told you we were going to talk about, Cole. But I, I watched the XFL this weekend. Do you think Cardale Jones has a path back to the NFL? No, not at all. I no. no, I don't think Cardale's very good. I, I love Cardale or Cardale as a person. So funny. But if you look back at all the time in college, like how he was like he won the championship. It's like he was on a team with like Michael Thomas. This you know all those old linemen got drafted and are all like starting today and stuff like that. Like that was just such a super team. I mean, having Zeke and all that, I think that he's just a product of whatever situation he's in. But when every time he actually plays, I know he was good in the XFL. I watched that game too, but I just, I don't see it. I don't see it. Hmm. All right, fellas, you got anything else for Cole? No, no, that was that was good stuff. He just told me there's an OU quarterback that might be gra- drafted. That just made my right now. I have my year. fifth round. I like Can that. You, yep. I will. If, I if like Cole's, how you know, and I know you're an Ohio guy. You're you're calling OU a small school. I know it's not a small school. <laughs> it's D1. It's like over twenty thousand students. That is not a small school. school big parties. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Cole Medvec. Well, Cole, I'll tell you what, for our hundredth episode, it's going to be like two and a half hours long. We're doing every bit we've ever done on the show, (laughs) but uh, check it out. It's coming out on Wednesday. Cole Medvec. Cole, what, what site should we be sending people to, to see your analysis? Yeah, Right now, just go to YouTube or Twitter. So on YouTube, it's film grinders, one word, Twitter at Cole from Klee. Um, I put the website down because I just don't have enough time for it anymore, but still make trying to make content. Whenever I can. It's it seemed like last time we were talking to you, you were doing daily Browns mm-hmm. videos. Yeah. That's I somehow I have no clue how I did that. I was probably spending three hours a day wow. making them. It was fun doing, but then you know, I get my I get my job job and I get a new girlfriend. So this I, one has I, to I yeah, that to you. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully she doesn't cheat and the Browns win and everything will turn out. Nathan Rourke will play in the NFL and everybody will be happy. Maestro, you got a guitar. Can you play us out? Yes. Noise. Noise. All right, thanks, Cole Medvec, for coming on the show. Uh, I hope he listens to the show. That would be nice. That would be more than the three of us listening to it. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I couldn't get a vibe if he's actually listened to the show, but that's all right. That's all right. So, uh, okay. Well, it looks like it's time for the fun spot. Fun spot! All right, so this is an epic fun spot. We've been planning it for a long time, which was we said let's let's try and get our top ten 
Sports Wednesday moments from, from the past 100 episodes. We had a little more than 10. Uh, I will tell you, it, I told Maestro it took me a good five hours to track these clips oh, down. Oh, <laughs> wow! So, uh, But coming in at number 10, and it's at number 10 for, for a reason, and that is we did get Bonzi Wells to agree to be on the show. We wrote an open letter oh my to God. him and we tweeted it to him. And the night he was calling in, our technology failed. Uh, and I wanted to play for you the Bonzi Wells voicemail I have. Yes. And I no longer have it. Oh! So can you, for the extra medium folks, say who Bonzi Wells is? Sure. Bonzi Wells, an NBA star, played for Sacramento Kings, probably had his best years with the Kings, but he was the all-time leading scorer in the MAC, Mid-American Base. And it was right around uh, March Madness. Yeah, went to Ball State. Yep. And, uh, you know, it was just, when he set the MAC scoring record, the arena just exploded. And that's that's what we wanted to talk to him about. And he was like, sure, I'll come on. So (sighs) I'm going to recreate his voicemail. Okay, okay. As best I remember uh, for number 10. It was like this. Uh, This is Bonzi. Why don't you call me back, I guess? (laughs) (laughs) That was it. That was it. So it's tied for number 10 with the time Tay Diggs followed us on Twitter, <laughs> yes. which we don't really have audio for, but Maestro caught it. He's like, I think that's the real That was Tay the real Diggs. Tay Diggs. Tay, Tay Diggs. It had the little check mark next to his name. It does. Yep. So Tay Diggs, listening Tay Diggs. to the 100th episode, shout out to you. Now we know Thank Cole you. and Tay Diggs listen to the God, show. that's huge. So good. That's number 10. All right. Number nine, the first live theme song. Now, you know, we recorded our first two shows while Maestro was in Hawaii. Yeah. And so we're using canned music. So I had to go back and find out when we started playing live music at the beginning. Oh, man. Oh, I remember this. guitar, right? No, I, I think it's non-guitar. Hey, 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 everybody. It's the middle of the week, and that means it's time for Sports Wednesday, the only sports podcast designed for the medium-level fan. <laughs> sports Wednesday. <laughs> Was that a harmonica or was that a pitch pipe? Oh, it was a pitch pipe. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was so Sports good. Sports Wednesday. So then uh, that was January 17th, 2018. The following week, Maestro starts to pick it up a little. Sports Wednesday. All right. Here's Maestro's second. This was He was acoustic for a long time. Yeah. Well, this yeah. is Sports Wednesday. Sports Wednesday. <laughs> no music at all. So I tried to find when when did Maestro start rocking out the intro, and it wasn't until March seventh. Oh my gosh! And it's still acoustic. That's the bad news. The good news is this is Sports Wednesday. Sports Wednesday. (laughs) That's acoustic. Yeah, was epic. that was the that best, was one. The best I was, one. I was. I wanted to find your first electric guitar, but I just didn't have the oh, time. Ch- chasing those down, but I tell you what, the live music is what sets us apart from those jerks at sports. Oh, hey? I hate those guys. I hate those yes. guys. All right. So that was number nine. Okay, number eight. Uh, we occasionally do live audio experiences, like where we record a bunch of stuff and we kind of we haven't done it in a while. Yes. Time consuming. Like we should, we went and saw OU played. We should have been recording. We didn't do it. We didn't do it, right? But the very first live audio experience we did was also our very first physical challenge, and that's when we were kicking field goals. Oh, Maestro versus Coach. I only play a little clip here. Man is counting his steps out. Both men wearing what I would describe as sneakers. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! He get it. Thirty-five. <laughs> 
Matt hit the 35-yarder. Brian Hake, second attempt at 35 yards. Yes. Yes, he punched oh, it through. So good. Just, <laughs> enough oh. height, just enough height to get over the bar. Line drive. I like oh. that sound. That sounds so glorious. That's, in fact, when we did that and I listened to it, I realized how like we can do physical challenges with good sounds like that, and it's, oh. it was amazing. So, uh, and if I snow. recall, it ended up as a push between the two of you. Is that right? Thirty-five was the furthest was you could have been. It was a push. Yeah, and you both missed three times at forty. So we've got to that continue. was in a snowstorm too. That helped me because so. if we were in real real weather and he was kicking with correct footwear, it would be over. I would be way done. All right, so uh, number seven is the time Maestro was on vacation yet again, and uh, I didn't want to use canned music, so what did we do? We hired a bassoonist. Oh. <laughs> hey, they said without the Maestro that our live music efforts would fail. I'll let you decide because this is Sports Wednesday. Bless you. God bless Barkin. Nice. Some live bassoon there. Thank you very much, Barkin. That's so good. Okay, next one. Here's a live audio experience. So you guys remember when we started the podcast, the Browns were still in the midst of a massive losing streak. Bad. 600 days. Yes. And we were recording live. We were watching their first win, which was when Baker Mayfield came in against the Jets. Oh, what a glorious moment. This is just fun audio, so I threw it in here. This is the Browns' first win, ending the two-year losing streak. The Jets have the ball. They're driving at the end of the game. Second and 12. Now, if you're the Jets, what do you do? You try and get half of it here and then run one more play. Yeah. You got two plays left. Two plays left for the Jets, according to Coach. Brown starting to celebrate on the sidelines. Oh my god! So much fun. Open the fridges. We picked picked it off to end the Jets' comeback. It's also when uh, loyal listener Tall Sean was there, and I kept calling him Big Sean. (laughs) (laughs) And he told me that's actually common. It's common. Tall, big. He's also big too. He is. He's big and tall. He's big and tall. He's more tall than big. Yeah, he is. Number six took me a while to track this down, but this was the first time we got actual listener mail, and I played it back for you guys. Now, if you recall, in the previous episode, we've been talking a lot about Sweden. Yes. We heard from an unhappy Swedish listener. All right. So, uh, guys, we got a listener email here. Now, uh, you, you guys know I was in newspapers in the early part of my career for a number of years. And the thing about getting mail is nine times out of ten, it's because you messed up or you said something or wrote something that upsets people. So uh, we have an upset listener, and I thought the thing to do was just put it out there, uh, explain what they're upset about, read their email and apologize. I think that's all you can do. So you remember last week uh, we were talking about Bjorn Borg and mm-hmm. uh, and I asked you guys if you knew who his famous older brother was. Bjorn Borg? And then I said it was the Swedish chef. Uh, well, we have a listener in Sweden <laughs> who, uh, who no uh, way. apparently yeah. the Swedes do not like the Swedish chef. So here <laughs> is what they wrote. Hook, line, and sinker. Dear Sports Wednesday. Bjorg, 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 Bjorg,
bark, 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 bark. Oh, I set you guys up so well for that. Oh my god, we bought it. <laughs> what? What? Somebody complain? What are we gonna do? We don't have a budget for that. Holy cow! All righty, uh, that's our first listener mail coming in. At number six, number five. Uh, is another live audio experience. This is when the Cavs were playing the Raptors, game three, and Toronto tied the game on a three-pointer with eight seconds left. I was in the queue with my daughter, and I caught this. Eight seconds, here we go. Let's go, 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 got it. Bringing it down. Five, four, three, two. Floater from the side that banked in. LeBron did it. That was we, awesome. Uh, I have that shot in our pig repertoire out. Oh, really? On the driveway, it's the LeBron, the LeBron, the, the, nice. the buzzer. That uh, right that was May 9th. That is actually our, our top episode. That's not the first episode. <laughs> so it has the most listens, and uh, we also in that episode uh, tried to recommend an episode for Coach's mother-in-law. Yes, we Remember did. Yes, that? I did. Yes, good times there. Yeah. Okay, that brings us down. Number four. Ooh. Number four is a tie. Okay. We got two here. Uh, this happened the first time that uh, we were doing What Hat Are You Wearing, which is inexplicably a bit that we do. <laughs> we can't quit it. Yeah, we can't quit it. Uh, where we try and guess what, what hat <laughs> we're wearing, which works great when we're not all in the same room. Hmm. Let me find that. Smirgy, smirgy, smirgy. What hat are you wearing? Maestro, you want to you want to break down what broke out on our text thread? What was controversial? Well, you know, I you know this was so last week we uh, we did our hats and uh, you know Matt said he had uh, University of Miss, uh, Ole Miss. Yeah, Ole Miss. Yep. And, it, and it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way, but it was all right. Um, he insisted he had never worn it before in the show. Right, I did. So insist. anyway, a few days go by and uh, I get a text from my brother, you know, loyal listener. And he's like, "Hey, uh, uh, Coach did wear the hat from the from the uh, July twelfth episode." And I, I dug in Instagram, and sure enough, found the picture and and uh, texted you guys. You know, liar! Man's <laughs> on fire. So, so, uh, so, so, Coach Coach said last week he he had worn the, he was wearing the Ole Miss hat for the first time, and we have photographic <laughs> evidence that. That coach, you you were in fact lying. Lying. That's we've done this show for Damn. what forty shows or whatever, and you you Christ, keep bringing this. One. Let's put on a hat, and and you're calling me a liar because I brought out a hat that I thought I wore. Because maybe Maestro puts it up on Instagram, maybe he doesn't. I mean, it was an honest mistake. So I, I don't know what the whole thing is about. So you're saying you're it was not your intention to mislead. Not just me and Maestro, but our listening audience of at least 100, including 20 Swedes. <laughs> My intent, and I'm on the record, was not to fool or or mislead. It was an honest, honest American mistake. I don't think you can say honest mistake since you were telling a lie. Man, you're really sticking you could, to that lie thing, aren't you? You could say it was a liar, liar, pants on fire mistake. But it certainly wasn't an honest mistake because uh, I think I think so I mean, Coach, you're our hat expert. How do you not know that you already wore the Ole Miss hat? Um, because uh, I forgot. 
I, I uh, so, forgot. So pe- oh, I see how we're playing it. All right. Hang on. Hang on. Is, is that the old Miss Hat there? G- give me the old Miss Hat. Let me see it. Here. Let me see it's it. right here. Hang on. Stop it! What is that, folks? <laughs> what? Hey! Don't stop me, you asshole! Oh my god! Easy, easy. Jeez. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. He's got a chippy that night. They did. Then uh, we, real quick, we led with that on the slate, and boom, second highest rated episode. <laughs> <laughs> so that might be why uh, later, Coach and I report, re- we record an episode while Maestro was uh, was on vacation in my garage, and we did what hat are you wearing? And then Coach tried to claim that he got a point for guessing my hat, even though he was in the same room that I was, and it turned out badly. Listen, if you're looking right I'm at my listening. hat, why should you I'm get a point? You're looking right at my you hat, son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, time for the fun spot. All right. So, uh, for some reason, going to that well twice did not work out. That did second not. episode was not very well rated. So <laughs> It was fun. So, two half fights coming in there at number four. All right, so uh, we're back. <laughs> because of the vagaries of, of producing a podcast, we did our live stream of the two-minute drill in yep. the past few minutes, and yep. I think we're all coming down from that rush. It was good times. It was good times. We had uh, 275,000 viewers at our peak. We, we shut down Twitter. We did. It, we it was actually going to shut down. All right. So we, are, we have now our top three Sports Wednesday moments of all time, wow. past 100 episodes. I hope you guys are uh, excited for I'm this. excited. All righty. So number three. Now you guys know, and I think our longtime listeners know, I can't mismatch my hat and my shirt. No. And I can't. And for some reason, I made a bet with Coach that I could do that. And uh, so I lost the bet, and mm-hmm. I had to do the final thoughts, which we used to do in the end of the show, uh, wearing... Do you remember what I had to wear? Oh, God, I don't. It was... It was uh, an old this hat yes. and a Boston Celtics <gasps> oh, t-shirt. Oh, that's right. Let's just see how this went. It's in our Instagram, too, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. This is me. I've just Fits well, doesn't on. it? Is somebody yeah. taking pictures? Uh, making it worse is these two items of clothing smell like coach. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like Which, a musky smell. It's like uh, it's like Miller Lite and Old Spice. <laughs> <laughs> and also peanuts for some reason. Yeah. Okay. There we go. All right. We're going to do the final thought now, guys. Okay. Here we go. Jump in. Here we go. So uh, this is going to be a subject we have not talked about before on the show, I don't believe, but uh, WrestleMania 35 is coming up, and it is uh, a week from Sunday, and it is headlined by a women's match for the very first time. This is and it. it's uh, like a three-way match between Ronda Rousey and... Inappropriate maestro joke. Charlotte Flair. And you had me a three-way. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. All right. Maestro had a joke. There you go, Maestro. And uh, what was I going to say about it? Hang on. This is uh, this is a little tricky. This yeah, because that's all I can think about at the moment. All right. So uh, for the first time in WrestleMania history, 
Hang on for a second, guys. So for the first time, the first time in Russell... (laughs) (laughs) I think he fainted. (laughs) BMOC. Hey. Pete. Pete. (laughs) Pete. Pete. So that was April 3rd, 2019, the death of BMOC. If you guys remember, the country was riveted they for were. a whole week. It People, was like... They all called off work for the following Wednesday so they could find out what happened. It right? was like we shot JR. It was, it was like that times 10. What happened? Previously on Sports Wednesday. <laughs> now, before we go into final thought, folks, I have got to make good on a bet that I lost to Coach back in uh, January, I think it was. Is that right, Coach? Oh, yeah. What a tasty treat that was. And, all right, the stakes of this bet were... Uh, pulling the shirt on now, just a second. Okay, there we go. All right, we're going to do the final thought now, guys, okay? Here we go. Jump in. Here we go. So uh, this is going to be a subject we have not talked about before on the show, I don't believe, but uh, this is uh, this is a little tricky. This, Yeah, because that's all I can think about at the moment. All right. So uh, for the first time in WrestleMania history, hang on for a second, guys. So for the first time, the first time in Russell... <laughs> I think he fainted. <laughs> BMOC. <laughs> hey. Pete. 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 And now, the thrilling conclusion to Sports Wednesday, colon, the death of BMOC. Dot, 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 question mark. Who? Pete. Pete. (laughs) Pete. Pete. Sir, can you hear me, sir? Did he take something? Why is he wearing an old mishap and a Celtic shirt? We've got to cut that off, for the love of God, sir! Okay, three, two, one, clear. Three, two, one, clear. What's wrong with him? He's in a coma, ma'am. We think it was the hat. Can he hear me? Yes, he can hear you. Dad, LeBron James is coming back to Cleveland. (gasps) Is it true? (laughs) Yes, oh man. That's called a soundscape, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> we did appreciate everybody who helped out with that. BMOC comes out of the coma oh my on God, the promise of LeBron James return, but it turns out that is that not true. Lie. That who, was a lie. Who voted that top three? 
that was a. Just curious. I had everybody who who was in it. They also got a vote. <laughs> they outvoted us. So, so my son said he could be in it, but I had to change his voice. Was, oh my god, he's so. I was looking at this list earlier. I'm like, these are all BMOC things. So, uh, number two, I know for sure is one of your favorites because Maestro referenced it in the up top. Yes. And this so I did. Uh, this is from. Uh, April of 2018, the show was still kind of new, and we weren't always on top of whether or not we were doing it. Yes. <laughs> Remember, like like around 4 o'clock, we'd be like, hey, are we doing a show? Yeah. We should. Uh, actually, we're still like that. Yeah. We haven't changed much. Yeah. But on this night, I had texted you guys probably around 4, 4.30. I'm like, hey, uh, you guys ready to do a show? I'm getting a show sheet together. And Maestro texted back, uh, yeah, Coach and I are going to the Blue Jackets game. <laughs> Certainly is. Uh, and if you recall... Um, Last week I texted him like, guys, what time do you want to do the podcast? And and you guys were like, uh, sorry, we're, we're at the Blue Jackets game. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, yeah that, that was that was cool, cool. Uh, and I actually did. did have- I actually did. Yeah. I did record an intro, uh, but it turned into like twenty eight minutes of me ranting and raving <laughs> about you guys. So I thought to open today, I might share a couple of these. Now you guys know. Uh, I'm I'm a funny guy, but I often don't know when I've taken a joke too far, and I feel like by the second or third clip, we're gonna we're gonna feel like I've crossed a line here. Well, that's what I I appreciate. Let's do this. Very true. I texted the fellas earlier today, and I said, "Hey, what time do you guys want to? What time do you guys want to get on and record tomorrow's podcast?" And then uh, the maestro texted me back, and he said, uh, "Coach and I are going to the Blue Jackets game. Won't be back till late." <laughs> I know. I know. But I was like, you know, cool, 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 cool beans, cool beans, good, cool, blue jackets game. That sounds cool. You know, I figured, you know, I'm I'm going on a big trip tomorrow, so you know, I probably probably would have had to pass if they had asked me. Although, you know, they didn't didn't actually ask me. So, you know, but that that's fine. That's fine. That's cool. Cool. I'm I'm cool. I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm glad they're going to the Blue Jackets game, having a, having a fun time. You know, the Nationwide Arena is downtown. It's a great little area. And, you know, there's some churches nearby. So if they want to pop in and get fucking married, they can. <laughs> so, so it just went downhill from there. 28 solid minutes of that. <laughs> now, now you know how I feel, Peter. Uh, I'm just toying with the idea. I'm toying with the idea of editing it anywhere and like making it a hidden episode that people can get by subscribing to the newsletter or something like that. You absolutely have to. <laughs> we'll try one more. Oh, oh. I should point out too that uh, once uh, Maestro let me know they're going to the hockey game, he texted, "Hey, how about uh, Coach and I record some banter and then we text it up to you?" You know. So I thought, yeah, that that was really really generous offer there you know so that they could go to the hockey game and then also still be on the podcast with some witty banter and i was like oh please please i will be waiting anxiously up here at sports wednesday headquarters by myself waiting for you to share some of the fucking scraps from the blue jackets table oh the vitriol is so good I'm glad you guys are laughing. I was, part of me was worried if I just put that out as, while I was out of the country, oh, no. you guys would have listened to it and been like, oh, oh no, so, no, that would have, that would have been gold. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, so that was, that was good. I, I want to clarify you guys were there for a baseball event, yes. correct? Yeah. So that was we good. We probably time. could have invited you. I mean, as, as far as you know. Yeah. 
That's our cover story. Wait, what? Cool. What? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. It's uh, cool. All right, good times. Cool. Uh, so I think we cool. all know what number one cool. is. Have you guys cool. listened to number yeah. one since cool. it happened? I I have not. All right, we got to set this up. Yes. Because a lot of things in the universe had to conspire and fall in exactly the right order for this to happen. Number one is we use a service called Zencaster when we record. Right. And sometimes if your internet connection drops, it struggles with that. And what it does is it takes the last little bit of audio and repeats it. So a lot of times at the end of our episodes, you'll hear like Coach will go noise and it'll go noise, 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 noise. I leave it in because it sounds good. Yeah. Right. So, so there's that. Yeah. Number two is that I mispronounce things, which oh, you guys love. Yeah. And uh, sometimes I don't know I'm mispronouncing them. It's just the Cleveland in me and then Maestro will point it out. And one of those words is peanuts, <laughs> which I always pronounce peanuts. <laughs> I actually didn't know I was doing that until Maestro texted me once, and he said, it's not P-E-E-N-I-T-S, peanuts. <laughs> and we do talk about circus peanuts a lot. A lot. Yes. And in fact, this, just... in, in this clip, it's the first time we're talking about it, because Coach just discovered that they're one of my favorite candies, mm -hmm. and he's against that. Way against it. And uh, so I am trying to explain to him why I like circus peanuts, but I say peanuts, and this... Zencaster glitch happens at the same time, and I don't know if I can describe this any more, any better than that. Other than this, this is probably the greatest moment in podcasting. Oh, history, by far, for sure. And, and we got to it was enjoy it. it was totally off the radar. I mean, it was just by chance this all happened. You guys ready for this? Serendipitous. I can't Sarah, wait. Thank you. Now I will tell you this: if you don't get fresh circus peanuts, I agree, it is not a good experience. If they, fresh. if they're not fresh, nice and soft, right? But if you keep them like, if you got some stale ones, see, put them in your front see, pocket for a day, oh. and then see. My belief is be all circus warm. peanuts were made in 1942. They made 18 billion of them, and they just they can't yeah. get rid of them. They were used to pack things. And people are so here's. Here's the here's here's the story with circus penises. Right. Uh, you know, we we were a, a sugar negative household more or less. We didn't have candy or sugar cereals or anything. But my my dad loves the circus okay. penis. So that was one one thing we would have. He'd, he'd be like, "Hey, I've got some circus penis." So, so I like get it. every I get year it. for his birthday, my kids give him a big jar of circus peanuts, and on Father's Day they give me circus penis, 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 We are currently experiencing technical problems. We will return to your scheduled programming shortly. Door and technische storing is dit nummer nu niet bereikbaar. We are 
currently. Oh my god. Time. So to answer your question, I was continuing to talk. <laughs> and then I'm like, you guys, hello? And then uh oh. I never asked you this, but like when it first started, did you think I was doing a weird joke? I don't or, it's, it felt like a glitch was, right away. Yeah, immediately. Because pretty, we had we had, had glitches like that before. But never one that lasted like for that. two minutes. No. And usually the glitches, you would pop off and then him and I would talk for two yeah. or three minutes. But that one, when it hit, oh my God. It, just going right into the story, you were talking about this very sentimental story of why you did it and it went right to penis. <laughs> so two solid good. minutes. Oh, We'll never top that. Mm-mm. So. Well, those are the top moments in Sports Wednesday history. Woo! 100th episode. By the way, did, did I mention I'm putting a Twitter poll out there? And, uh, no. People, yeah, if people decide that uh, we should never do a 101st episode, then we'll just abide by that. <laughs> what if we get our 75,000 responses finally? Finally, yeah. But what if BMOC just votes like 500 times not to do it anymore? That's true. <laughs> he might. That's true. After he edits this baby. I, know, I think people who just listen to the top number one, penis, penis, penis. <laughs> They're gonna. They're gonna they're listen. Gonna more. They're gonna like. There's gonna be another. It's gonna happen again. All right, my street got your guitar. Oh yeah. Are we finishing this one? Yeah, we are wrapping Kill up it. the fun spot. Oh yeah. Oh, that hurt my gut. Oh, this is fun spot. Fun spot. Top 10 things that is all about BMOC. Penis, penis, penis. <laughs> marathon. It's a marathon. Not, Not a, sprint. a sprint. Yeah, continues. Just want to let you know Sports Wednesday is brought to you by Hoopsters, the greatest basketball theme board game ever made. I'll tell you what, when Coach and I started, when I said, let's start the podcast, let's have Hoopsters sponsor it and that will make us take this game that we've been sitting on for 15 years and do something with it and each week we used to give updates until maestro started snoring through those (laughs) so now we just do a commercial but here 100 episodes later two years hoopsters is a thing in the world yes we have we have almost sold out our first run you can buy one right now at hoopsters.store you sure can and we've got three new games in active development we're working it we are making it happen so you know and I know I said okay an indie podcast like us will never get advertising dollars right have something to sell and we didn't have hoopster sets to sell, so I said, let's just get people to sign up for the newsletter, and then we'll tell them when we have <laughs> sets to sell. Yes. And so we, uh, 100 episodes. Yeah. Nine subscribers. Nine solid <laughs> subscribers. Thank yes. you, nine subscribers. So that comes That's out amazing. to roughly <laughs> 9.5 episodes per subscriber. Sadly, three of them are us. Yes. But... Go to Hoopsters.store. Check out Hoopsters right now. It goes right to our Etsy store. You can order it, and we'll send it to you. Awesome. Yes, we'll do that. Maestro over there has Hoopster set 001. The right over set. there. It's got a plaque. All right. You ready to do this? Yeah, let's do this. Second half, Maestro. Let's kick it off. It sounds really good. Your playing's really come along, Maestro, from your pitch pipe days. It's 
Sports Wednesday. It's Mayo. Woo! All right, so this is the second half where we are going to try and blow through every single bit we've ever done. <laughs> we've been recording this episode now for six hours. Oh, man, we've so got let's see if we, we can pick it up. All right, we're starting off with some listener mail. We have a, a thing on the website where people can submit comments, and I, I get them frequently, and I just picked a couple to share with everybody. So our first one comes from a listener named Pesci, P-E-S-H-Y, and Pesci says, there are many available jobs as park rangers. Pneumonitis refers to the non-infectious inflammation of lung tissue. So appreciate that, Pesci. Thank you, Pesci. Very good. Uh, work on that. Terry ZZZ18. Oh, Terry ZZZ18. Or that might be Terry's. Uh, says, uh, daily updated super sexy photo galleries. Just click and watch porn, nerdy white girl porn, shit mistress porn, tube porn tunes, TGP free hairy porn photos. Thank you, Terry. Thank you. What is TGP? What's TGP? No idea. Sounds dirty, though. T is Yeah. I don't know. What would... Uh, I'm going to work Well, that's that. some good. And then finally, we got one here from somebody who calls themselves HBK2000. <laughs> says, you assholes don't know anything about sports. Why don't you just rename your show Wednesday Wednesday and be done with it? Also, longtime listener, first-time writer. <laughs> Thank you, HBK2000. So I'm, I'm assuming that's someone from our OU past. I would, I would assume, HBK2000, yes. I mean, yeah, come on. for sure. All right, that's listener mail. Love it. Listener mail. Woo! You should do your own jingle. Hey guys, good. are you ready for the next one? Yeah, let's do the next All right. one. All right, BMOC's History Corner. Okay. This is actually a history slash linguist corner. Are you ready for this, Maestro? I am. Okay. Usually Maestro likes History Corner. I think he that, loves that helped Colts get into Okay, so you guys know the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Yes, I do. So actually, in a lot of the Super Bowl pregame, uh, Fox did this whole thing where they hired an actor to portray a young Lamar Hunt. And okay. And they showed he, he was trying to buy an NFL franchise, and they just wouldn't let him do it. Okay. And so he said, why don't we come up with the AFL? So he was one of the founders of that league. Uh, his first team was in Dallas, but he moved him to Kansas City, and he, he drew out the KC after seeing the 49ers logo. Okay. So that's why they look similar. Yes, very similar. Yeah. So that's historic. I like that. Now, uh, the word chief, right, uh, I'm not a fan of the Native American mascots. Correct. It just means boss. It doesn't necessarily mean a native. We we bring that to it in America, right? But Correct. it could just mean boss. Yeah, hey boss. Because What's it up? comes from the fresh from the French chef chef, which means boss. Oh, it does. Yeah, so they're okay. like the Kansas City bosses. Okay, that changes right. it. Now listen to this. I'm listening. So the boss in the kitchen in France is called a boss, which is the same word, chef. Correct, yes. But then we in English took that word and said, oh, that's only the head cook, <laughs> chef. So what we call a chef is actually the French pronunciation of a chief. Bo- of chief, which is boss. Yeah. So when I ask Maestro to redesign the Kansas City Chiefs logo, it's going to be a giant pastry hat. <laughs> <laughs> How like about it? it? I think they'll go for it. Yeah. So that's BMOC's History Corner. Oh, I loved it. I learned so much. So good. We don't have time for that. Damn it. Oh, Maestro, you're going to eat your guitar. Oh, damn it. Yeah, here we go. What, what, what am I playing now? Oh, D3 football? Yeah. This is, this is actually turned out to be a really good bit. Oh, I love this bit. It this was it was an average bit, but Maestro's, like Maestro's was, intro I feel like elevated. it was a throw-in, and, yeah. and it, the but jingle killed it. Too, well, of course yep. you do. We can't. It's time for D3 football mascots. 
We should just have a camera live stream. Nice we really should. Get so God, good. Why did we even step in front of the camera? We're idiots. All right, let's go, Coach. What do you got? All right, so mine is. I oh God, I hope I didn't. This isn't the old Miss. We're getting. We've done this a lot. All right, so, so mine is the. Oh, sorry. Thanks. The college is called Emory and Henry. Ooh. Okay. Emory and Henry. Grandma. It Grandma. is in the great state of Virginia. Hmm. Hints can Virginia. come later. It's in Virginia. Emory and Henry. It's called the Emory and Henry. Are they the Colonials? No. Oh, that's a good guess. I'll let you uh, guess. Then I'll give you a genre. I'll give you a where to look. Okay. I'm gonna go with the. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You will. Here we go. Mm-hmm. The Patriots. Ooh, very. No, you're in the wrong area. It is in the animal kingdom. Not necessarily a mammal, not necessarily a sea creature. Turtle. No, it's not an amphibian. It's not a mammal. Think it's not insect. a sea creature. Insect. Think insect. insect. Yeah. Dragonflies. Oh. Scorpions. Immediately. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have to do with water? No. Oh, okay, so that threw me off. No. It flies. Oh, bumblebee. Yellow jackets. Close. Blue jackets. Close. Jacket jackets. Stingers. An- another stinger. The buzz. No, another stinger. The bees. No, try again. Jacket. The wasp. Yes, the wasp. <laughs> <laughs> got it. The wasp. I got In Virginia. Guys. Perfect. So nice. All right. Nice. Emory and Henry wasps. All right. Are you guys ready for this? I'm seated on my seat. I can't. Franklin see. and Marshall College. Ooh, where Lan- is that? Lancaster, where? PA. Ooh. Lancaster, PA. Lancaster. I'd say the Quakers, but that's too easy. Franklin and Marshall. Franklin F and Marshall. M. In Pennsylvania, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Beavers. I'm going to go uh, coyotes. Ooh. Yeah, uh, good guesses. It is not an animal. Okay, I'll tell not. you this. This is one of those nicknames where uh, if you wanted to intimidate your opponents, this would not do it. <laughs> <laughs> Give it one more guess. Uh, the rainbows. I'll tell you what. It's an occupation name. The uh, accountants? Not the accountants, <laughs> but close. We're giving you another guess, Maestro. Oh. Uh, let's go, um, the, um, uh, the nurses. Ooh. Ooh scary. Ooh, scary. They are actually the diplomats. The, ooh. <laughs> you don't want to mess yeah, with a diplomat. They, they come out to uh, do that the coin flip, sense. and they just try and argue, argue out the time. game. We, we don't actually have to play. We could just sit down and talk. Let's just talk about it. The Franklin and Marshall diplomats. diplomats. I wanted to, I missed the screenshot, but on their website, they have a picture of a dude playing racquetball, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> Huge racquetball power. Huge. All right, Maestro. You you ready for mine? I'm ready for yours. All right. I feel like I may have done this one before, but I I feel that every time now. Even though there's 500,000. I know, but but I don't have a system. All right. Mm -hmm. This college. Yeah, this college. Is out of Massachusetts. Uh huh. Westfield State. Ooh, I don't remember that one. Westfield State, Massachusetts. It's going to be wicked smack. Um, 
I'm going to go the Revere's. Ooh. I'm going to go cool. the Engineer's. Ooh. Is it an animal? It's an animal. Ooh. Think about me and think about uh, hmm. my guess about 90% of the time for these. It's a cat or something. It's No, it's uh, the wolves? No. Coyotes? Penguins? The owls. Yes! Hey! Westfield State Owls. For the, for the listeners out there, I spun my head around 180 <laughs> degrees. It was amazing. Oh, I knew it right then. The uh, owls, everybody. The owls, everybody. All right, this has been... <laughs> oh, here we go. Come on. Feeling better, oh Maestro, with a couple of kicks on that. I love it, man. That that should have been live streamed. God, that all right, really how, how are we going to do this now? It's time for what hat are you wearing? The bit okay. we just can't quit. Now we're all here. I have a separate hat, not the one I'm wearing. Is it what hat is in my bag? Because that's what I have. I was thinking, okay, I'll go put my hat on. And we close our eyes. But I'll hide down there while you're guessing, <laughs> and then I'll jump up. All right. Okay. Okay. We need like a baggie over okay. our hat. Of our head. Yeah, or like a big paper bag that we could wear. So Okay, so we're going to do that. All yeah. right, so we'll is step your back hat, here. Is your hat put away too? My hat's in that bag okay. right over there that the listeners can't yeah. see. Okay, it's, it's just right going to take me a second because i got to take my sweatshirt off because I can't oh. mismatch those two things. This is why he's so weird. <laughs> I can still hear you, Coach. I know, but I pretend that he can't. It's like in a sitcom when people talk about the people that are in the same room. This is awkward. Mascot. All right, so he has put himself in position. Can you still hear me? I can still hear you. I don't know if the listeners can, but we're going to pretend they can. So I can hear you. All right, so um, is it a sports team? First, you have to ask me if I'm wearing a hat. Are you wearing a hey, uh, BMOC? You wearing a hat? Yeah, I'm wearing a hat tonight. Okay. Is it, uh, is it a sports team? It is. Is it a... Professional or college? Pro. Pro. Ooh. This is a repeat hat, but it's a deep cut. Deep cut. Oh, it's he got repeat. this somewhere at a... Some kind of weird sporting event. <laughs> is it or a, someone gave is it to Is it an old hat that you found recently? It is not. Oh. Is it one that you got at a place that you were actually watching the game? No. So someone gave it to you? Yes. Ooh. He, he has lots of... Ooh, oh. Sheffield Wednesday. Yes! yes! <laughs> yeah, that's good. All right, who's next? I will. All right. Woo! That's great. By the way, shout out to Hoops. That was Hoops! Sheffield Wednesday, the official English Premier League team of... Sports Wednesday. Yes. All right, it's my turn. All right, you go ahead and get down behind the counter. He's hiding behind the counter. All right. Hey. You guys hear me? Hey, Maestro. You wearing a hat? I am now. All right. Is it a sports team? You betcha. Is it professional or college? Pro. Pro. It's got to be a Steelers head. He always wears It's got to be Steelers or it's got to be... Does he have a penguin's hat? All right. Uh, is it uh, is it a hat of a team that you are um, that you've actually attended a game at? You betcha. Mm. Mm. Is it a Columbus Clippers hat? No. 
Damn. Mm. But is it close? Close. Close like 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 Ohio State or Uh, Cleveland Indians? Getting colder. Oh, OU. Colder. Oh. Uh, Professional. Is it Cincinnati Reds? Cold. Pittsburgh Pirates. Colder. Oh. Is it? Is it the Baltimore Orioles? Is it a baseball team? No. Oh. That's it. Where it's we're in, oh, it's Columbus Crew! Are yeah! <laughs> I gotta tell you, what hat are you wearing is improved by this pop-up reveal. We're not looking. Just so the listeners know, Coach is wearing his Hoopsters jersey. It looks mar- marvelous. Yeah. That was good brand placement for the uh, live stream. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Coach, you got a you got a hat on? I do. Is it uh, is it a sports team hat? It is not. Oh, oh here we go. But it is a deep. It is a repeat. It's uh, a repeat. repeat. Is it a deep cut? Is it a uh, hat from a bar or lounge? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. Is it the Nisei Lounge? It is Nisei. <laughs> <laughs> no, the to the bank. I think Coach, I think BMOC saw it. Sneaky. Uh, I can tell you this though. I've now been to the Nisei Lounge. Yes. I drank like a, a PBR. Yeah, it's a good place. You could, you'd like it there. Yeah, you'd love it. Is, we, it, uh, is it a Tony's like bar? Yes. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's brighter. Much brighter. And uh, it's full of young people. Yes. <laughs> we yes. were the we were the people. by far the oldest. Yeah. So you'd love it. Good yeah. times. Sweet. Good times. Good times. All right, that's what hat are you wearing? Nice. You know what tastes pretty good right now? A zinger. What do we got left? How many more bits? 25 more bits. Here we go. Ah, man, we haven't done this forever. Oh, no. Let's let Maestro decide. It's time to let Maestro decide. Let Maestro decide. All right, here's how this works. Maestro throws out a topic. Coach and I have not prepared. Mm, Have you prepared? No, I don't even know. sure? Yes, positive. I have no idea what the topic And then we each have 30 seconds to argue either side of it, and then Maestro decides the winner. Mm. And the last time we did this was like the best Incredible Hulk, I think. Maybe. Yeah. Could have been, And you went with Coach. Coach is on a winning streak like he's won the last few. I've dominated. All right. I got you guys ready? Yeah. All right, so... Recently, uh, we went on a little road trip a couple days ago yes, to, uh, to Athens to see OU Bobcats play the Miami Red Hawks. It was a fantastic time. We took our kids, rented a van, all the good things. It was a road trip. We had snacks. Mm-hmm. We had yes. sugar sweets. Mm-hmm. We did. Um, it was a good time. So my challenge, Maestro Decides challenge, is two of the, two of the, the, the sweets we had were Swedish Fish mm-hmm. and Twizzlers. Mm-hmm. Um, BMOC, I want you to say to uh, defend Twizzlers for the best road trip suite, yes. and Coach, I want you to defend Swedish Fish. Oh, beautiful! And whoever I decide is the official road trip candy. Oh, this Damn. is awesome! This is big. All right, who's going first? Let's rock paper scissors. Ready? Rochambeau! Ha ha! All right, I'm going first. I'm defending Twizzlers. Twizzlers. You know, Maestro, this isn't even a contest. Here's why. 
when you, so, you say somebody give me some Swedish fish, you've got like four fish in your hand, you just throw them in your mouth all at once, and you're like, I gotta go again. So you say, give me some Twizzlers. They give you those long, stringy Twizzlers. You get them curled up in your fingers like that, and you're like, I can. I'm gonna work on these for a while, and you're nom, 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 eating them like that. Nom, 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 nom. Delicioso. Time. Are right, you ready? Swedish fish. You open the bag. They smell marvelous. You grab in five, six. Even if you just get one, they melt in your mouth. A Twizzler can cut your mouth. It's a little too much to use. Swedish fish come in small bags, big bags. They're just gorgeous. They're fish. They're more fun. Twizzlers is a stick. Swedish fish is the American candy for the road trip. Thank you. Twizzlers are cutting your mouth? What kind of yeah. Twizzlers are you eating? Oh my eating? God, they're painful. <laughs> that was kind of a stretch. All right. This is tough. I was, I'll be honest, I expected more from you guys. <laughs> oh, man. We were so disappointed. I am. I'm a little I'm... disappointed. I will tell um, you guys, I stopped uh, bringing pretzel rods on those trips because I had to vacuum up when the kids <laughs> in the back, they would just smash them everywhere. I do love pretzel rods. I will say, uh, I'm going with Coach this time. Oh! And I'll tell you why. It had nothing to do with his... With his uh, Ridiculous argument. With, with his argument, it had to do with his, his hand mo- motion, so... Uh, because we're all together, and this is a special occasion, I'm giving it to Coach. Yeah! Maestro decides. Maestro, you know cognitively I'm not as expressive as the rest I of know, you. I know, I oh, know. So I win every time. Oh, man, that's the worst. I'm surprised you did not go down the road of you could tell someone to bring Twizzlers and they might bring black licorice. Oh! Right? Because we're not fans of that. Oh, not, not being racist. Just don't like don't the black like licorice. The black licorice. No, no. Right? And that's a risk if you don't specify. Damn, that would have been a good call. Would have been good. Yeah, because Swedish fish come in one flavor. And I will tell you, Twizzlers are by far, if I had to choose, I would go Twizzlers. So I, it was a hard choice. Yeah, so now Swedish fish is wow. our official road trip snack. It is. It's a good choice, good. though. You know, the Swedish fish in my house, <laughs> this is kind of ridiculous, but... Yes. Uh, after I've done something wrong and apologized, but I'm still in trouble. Yes. Then uh, if I give Jody a Swedish fish and she takes it and eats it, she's ex- she's accepting. She's accepting it. You, that it's is like fantastic. the Swedish fish is like, and sometimes I can fool her into. So every it. time like, that you, you want off, one of these, every time you offer me a bag of Swedish Swedish fish, you just want me to eat it and like just accept all those times I was. I'll be like, you have now accepted you've my accepted apology. Everything. I will say they both are a superior road trip. They are good. Yeah, those Twizzlers great. are really good. They're so good. In fact, when we were, I lost those. I had to buy those for you on a wager, and I was like. Doubling up on everything else, but yes. I wanted to buy those. You wanted those, yeah. yes. Maestro decide. So, good times, Maestro. That was a good one. Damn. Maestro decide. Right. Maestro decide. All right, time for a minor league player update. Way back in 2018, we all do- adopted a minor league player. We yes, tracked we their career. I'm surprised this didn't show up on Worst Bits, <laughs> but we brought it back. Uh, okay. This was mine, too. So uh, I'll go first on mine, because yes. I think my player has been the most successful. Way successful. Vlad Guerrero Jr., uh, he had 464 at-bats last year for Toronto, hit 272, 15 home runs, 69 RBIs. The problem with Vlad Guerrero Jr. is his defense. He plays third base, he had second most errors in the league. Yeah. There's some talk that maybe he He's should move base. to first base. Yes, he, yeah. is, he is his... Rotund situation is going to put him at first base. He made the All Star game though last year, right? Right, because of well, no, he was in the he was in the home run. Oh, he's in the home run. Okay, yeah. All right, all right. Who do you got? I will talk about mine, which was a uh, Eric Lauer, which is a Kent product. He was playing for the Padres when we brought him up. He has since been traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. He has got 
Was he playing center or forward? <laughs> Milwaukee Bucks. I'm sorry. He does not play baseball. He plays baseball to Brewers. Damn it. I'm going to have to go corrections. We're not the best wait, wait. medium sports podcast ever. Wait, aren't you a baseball guy? I know. He's shut a baseball up. guy. Anyway, so he plays for the Brewers, not the Bucks. And uh, he, he is uh, 14 and 17 overall with a 4.45 ERA. He was a throw-in in a trade. He was not the centerpiece. He so, sounds like a long reliever. At that he is. He's going to end up being in the bullpen, or he'll be a guy that'll bounce around and he'll find his footing. But he'll be always that 500 guy with around five ERA. Kent State Golden Flash. Eric Lauer. He's only 24, so he's still got a lot of time. Right, Maestro, now your guy. I he's think got did the, pretty well. He's got the fireballer. So I got Mitch Keller. He's uh, he's still at the Pirates organization. He was finally pulled up. He's only 23, but he was finally pulled up last year about mid to late season. He only pitched six games. He went one and five, so he struggled a little bit. Uh, seven ERA, but he did throw 65 strikeouts, so he's got some skill. Yeah. Um, I think he'll see more playing time this year, but I don't know. He's still he, a young dude. Did he uh, get that ERA against the Astros? Did he pitch in Houston? It's possible. It's possible, it's right? It's very possible, yeah. You guys, you guys want to know some secret Pittsburgh stuff? I do want to hear some secret. If you are from Pittsburgh like Maestro, yeah. you are allowed to call the Pirates the Buckos. If you're not, you're not If allowed? you're not, no. And, in fact, people in Pittsburgh call someone not from Pittsburgh who says Buckos a fucko. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a true story. That's a good fucko. story. Yep, very yes. good. All right, that was a minor league update. We've only got 15 more bits to get through. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, actually, it's time for trivia. Trivia. We're doing this old school. In the early days, we all brought a trivia question, and coaches started to be about fifteen minutes long, and so we just do one now. But uh, for old time's sake, we each have a trivia question. Okay, who's going first? How about Maestro? Okay. Maestro, you go first. All right, mine's a little bit timely. Um, you know, when I was scouring the uh, the interwebs for some some tasty bits for the two minute drill. I stumbled on uh, on um, uh, yeah. Alexei. Is it Alexei Ovechkin? Is it a, or just Alex Ovechkin? Alex Ovechkin. Uh, so he's at 698 goals, mm. um, which is a big deal because they have this thing in the NHL called the 700 Club. Oh, and uh, it's not religious. <laughs> um, but there's only really select few of of hockey hockey gods that are in this club, and uh, the seven total. Yeah. Um, Alex will obviously get there here in the next couple games, yes, but. I was curious, you know, we're all hockey talkers. Hockey! Um, of the seven, I was curious to see if you guys could, uh, could, 700 goals. could come up with a few of those. All right. Are we ready? Yep. Uh, Gordy Howe. Gordy Howe's one. Gretzky. Of course. Mary Lemieux. Uh, Brett Hall. Brett Hall. Of course. Um, you oh, it. Steve Eiserman. No. Oh, uh, Sir uh, Sergey Fedorov. Nope. Oh, Detroit. You said close. Who else was Chris Detroit? Chelios? No. He didn't score any goals. You're gonna have to reach back. Well, there's one more guy that's kind of in that era of of the guys that we know, and then the rest start to sneak back. A little so bit. the guy that's in our era. I think he played a long time, and he started with the Pens. Oh, uh, Sidney Crosby. No, is it the uh, the hair? It's um. Oh, God, he played with uh, Lemieux. His numbers, I can see him. Big mullet. He had a huge mullet. He played forever. And then he ended up with the... He bounced around. Yeah. yeah. Mullet oh. Jones. Can you... J.J. Yarmir Yager. Yep. Yes. Ah, That's four. Yager, yeah. And now we have to reach back a little bit. 
How deep? Like deep, deep. Pete Peters? No. No? Like, give me teams. Oh, shoot, man. I wouldn't even... How about Mark Messier? Nope, he's Bro. close, too. So there's a few guys that are just got yeah. super close. Messier, Iserman, and Lemieux were all, like, six. Yeah, I thought Iserman was. Wow, that's a good job there. Coach. Yeah, I tried. All right, I'll... You guys will never get them. You, okay. You'll recognize their names, okay. but you won't get them. Uh, Phil Esposito. Uh, Esposito. Esposito, yeah. Uh, Marcel Dion. Did not recognize that. No. And Didn't Mike, he win the Tour de France? And Mike, <laughs> and Mike, Mike Gardner. Mike, Mike Gardner. Gardner. Or it's Gartner, actually. Gartner. 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 Now he runs that very successful consulting firm. Gardner. He does a great but job. But the, the interesting thing about this 700 Club is that, and you know, you talk to these guys, they'll say that this, that Ovechkin might be the last guy. And it's just because hockey has changed so much. Yeah. The defensive structure and the fact that the goalies are actually the best athletes. Yeah. Back in Gretzky's day and like the older guy, the, the goalie was the kind of the... He was the, the lumpy guy. He was, he was the, the lumpy, lumpy guy. slow just, guy. Yes. And now the, the goalies are... It's goaltending wins championships. Yeah. It'll, it'll come back around. Yeah, but it's all, it's it's all cyclical. Come, it's all cyclical. All cycle. Or you have to stay in the league forever. Yes. Which is why I thought I had it with Dyson. But I will say, Lemieux, I'm a, you know, obviously I'm a Pittsburgher and he's one of my favorite guys. He went. He was at six ninety. He didn't even play a thousand games. A lot of these guys, Gretzky played like fifteen hundred. Yeah, games. and Lemieux's played. career was cut short. Yeah, yeah. I love Lemieux. Oh, Lemieux! Right. You guys ready? Yeah, you ready? Are you? Oh, I think this is a baseball question, but it's not. It's not. It's bowling. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so this past week on the Instagram, uh, yes. we, po- we we posted some old photos. We saw a Coach. Standing yes. topless, three feet from Giants pitcher John Burkett, Burkett. chugging MGDs, oh, and then the exact same picture with me. Yes. Uh, it was good to see him pitch like that. John Burkett's a great bowler. He mm-hmm. joined the PBA in 2004. Did not know that. So I'm going to say, now since 2004, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you four numbers, Okay. which um, that is not a question I can ask correctly. <laughs> I was going to say, which was his highest pin average? But it's obviously the highest number. Wait, can we guess his highest pin average? Nope. Nope. I'm going to say, I want you to guess his career PBA winnings. All right, I'll give you three options. 22,615. Okay. 51,472. Mm-hmm. Or 126,819. Damn. I think you got to win a lot to make... you got to win a lot of tournaments to make money. I don't think they pay a lot. I have no idea what those... I'm going to split the difference and say it's the 52? 51,472. I'm going to go with the high number, the 100,000. Damn. Coach was right. Woo! So in 14 years in the PBA, he's won. He gets about 7,000 a year. He's probably happy with that. Yeah. Supporting his family. It's John Burkett. Uh, his highest average was 213.93 in 2017. Oh, I'm glad you did. If I had asked which, which year was his highest average, and I read these numbers, yeah. His lowest was his first year. He's 190.86. Have you? But do you remember when he was pitching, we'd go, he's a good bowler. It says yes. on the back, it of, says on the back of his card. card. And then he became a pro bowler. So we were we were smart. Very few baseball players make that baseball to bowling. It's it's a hard jump. You got George Clooney, Woody Harrelson, and pretty much that's it. It's a, t- it's a tough jump. <laughs> All right. All right. So here's mine. Mine uh, is uh, a basketball. Six, six parts. Six parts. Fourteen minutes each. It's a basketball 
question college basketball, and it really harkens back to the days when I loved college basketball, and it's about the Big East. Okay. So let's see what your Big East knowledge is all about. You have two choices. Okay. Right now, the Big East has teams that were in the original Big East, and there are teams that are new. Would you guys like to try to name the newer teams or the original teams? Right now, there are... One, two, three, four, five teams that are original, and there are one, two, three, four, five that are new. Let's go original. Okay. So go ahead okay. and name the teams that are still in the Big East that are original. St. John's. That is one. Georgetown. Two. Seton. Three. Uh, Pitt. Mm. Uh, Pitt left. So we only have two more? Yeah. Connecticut? Um, Boston College? Villanova, got it. Oh, so these are true basketball. This is this is one. Syracuse. That's what breaks my heart. One more. Um, Billy, he is the head coach of. Oh God, he was with Oklahoma. Is that a contender team or Bob and Peter? They were in the Final Four in '87 when. No, I mean now. Now they're they're middle of the road. They're in, um, they're in the, they're in the East Coast. It's not Maine, but it's one of those little cities or little states. It's in Vermont. Rhode Island. That's it. Vermont. No, it's in Rhode Island. Oh. It's in Rhode Island. Uh, Pro- uh, Pro- Providence. Providence. There you go. Oh, man, I totally Providence. Yeah. So the new teams are Cincinnati. Nope. Uh, yep. California. No. Nope. Mexico State. Yes. <laughs> It's yeah, Xavier, maybe. Marquette, DePaul, Creighton, and Butler. Wow. Yeah. Huh. By the way, and I'm glad you brought this up because... These are all good basketball teams. This Very is going to be one of my two-minute drill items, and then Swagger died, so I had to push for PD. Yes. The Dayton Flyers are number six in They're the unbelievable. That's yes. unbelievable. They're yeah. in the A-10? Yeah. It's like 1984 all over again. Oh, it's and crazy. my mom went to Dayton, she would she would love that. Oh, she would have absolutely loved it. They're They're... Red hot right now. Good times. That's Good times. Trivia. Trivia. Okay. What do we got? This is the this is a highlight of the show. It's time for the cancer question. Oh. <laughs> man. You want to play a little cancer question intro? It's a question. Who loves cancer? Right we don't. <laughs> So the cancer question came about for uh, new listeners, and if you're a new listener and you're two hours into the show, God bless you. Maestro had the cancer 2012, and then we raise funds for uh, fighting cancer every summer as we ride in the Pelotonia, and we get to ask Maestro a cancer question. Are you prepared for this, Maestro? Are you going to pass the coach? Coach has the opportunity to steal. I can always steal. That's right. So I answer the question, and he can jump in, and he has yet to steal one. I haven't. But he has that option. It is 100. This is a special time for me to steal. Maestro, you told me recently. Uh-oh. It was a lie. Last month, in fact, was Uh-oh. the seven-year anniversary of your diagnosis. Yeah. With AML leukemia. Mm-hmm. So my question is, seven years later, what's your main takeaway? It's a tough one. Basically, take your entire cancer experience and distill it to six words or less. Yeah. Do you want to steal, Coach? I'm going to pass on this one. <laughs> okay. I'm going to pass. I'm going to let you go ahead and answer this. Uh, I, you know, I, I think my big, you know, not to get too deep, but I think my big takeaway, and it's it's something that I think about a lot, and that's just 
to be you know empathetic to other folks. You know, I think before I had leukemia, I didn't think about cancer much. I didn't think about people that had cancer. I mean, you would see the commercials of little kids with you know shaved heads or yeah. you know, and you that you'd get teary eyed, but. Um, until it sort of enters your life like that, you don't really think about it. So now, you know, I'm, I'm definitely more, like I said, empathetic to everything cancer, you know, and just more um, open to, you know, supporting folks and, and, you know, being caring and all that good stuff. So Good stuff. Good takeaway. Uh, can I ask you a cancer follow-up question? Coach, you can steal. All right, I'm going to we'll listen first. Is, is the date of your diagnosis like the big one? That you always remember, or is it every day? Like you know, you finished induction in July, and you you know. It's funny when the the it's not funny, but when I first came out Wait, of the did treatment, you want to steal that? Cats is hilarious. No, I don't. <laughs> when I first came out of the treatment, that there were there were dates that really stood out to me. But yeah. seven years later, I it's it's I don't really think about the dates that much. Yeah. Um, actually, I think more about um, the good dates that happened. When mm-hmm. I was coming out of that, like when Xander had his birthday and like when I had my birthday in the spring, you know, and just thinking about memories when we were coming through the, the treatment. I think I even mentioned this to you, Coach, when we were at High Banks, I took Lincoln to the to the, the bald eagle nest. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I try to think more about the yeah. most positive things than the negative. Maestro finished chemo and then three weeks later he rode in the Peloton 45 miles on a mountain bike. <laughs> Amazing. And uh, also around that time, you starred in an amazing short film with Coach. Yes. I was very tan. Coffee? How was I very tan? You were very tan. And not only did you star in the film, you did the music for it. We were pushing you hard post-cancer. prick. Sorry, buddy. What a dick. All right, that was the cancer Cancer question. Cancer question, everybody. (laughs) I hate cancer. Well, side note, I used to, we used to meet up with, uh, I used to meet up with with Pete and uh, our buddy Duff. Kevin, um, we were talking about doing the 48-hour film fest, and we had other side projects. But we'd meet up for lunch, and I would walk in from work, and and Pete would go, "Oh, you're looking about uh, 62 percent today. You're getting better. You're getting better." Yeah, I'm not good at the. Uh, I'm not. I'm not your guy for anything but unvarnished time. Nothing but straight talk. Hey, you're for, looking. You're looking for, tired. For example, Coach, you're at like 42 percent today. <laughs> Maybe you're 42. My just got a head cold. He's still at 56. All right. The big bucket of cards. Uh, the big bucket of cards. Woo! We all forgot the big bucket of cards. Oh, my just got one. Thank, Thank God. Thank God. I got it. Here's how this works. Yes. We we draw a card. This is an old baseball card, an old football card, and then we try and get that person on the show. And how many times has it worked? Zero. It has not. Uh, we've drawn. Let's see, Mickey Klutz at least I got autographed. Mickey, I got Mickey before. Klutz's autograph. Uh, Alan Bannister couldn't reach. Nope. Pat Rocket couldn't reach. God, Pat Rocket. The, bash, the Basher Bob Asher couldn't reach. Oh, he's got a shoebox full Ooh. here for us. It's got a lot in I there. Think those guys are dead. But you guys remember, like <laughs> a, maybe a year ago, I said we got to stop doing big bucket of cards yeah Meister said why don't we double down and do, and do it every more. week <laughs> and we never did we just did so it's we'll back see. though all right uh can i draw I've yes of course you've never drawn I'll draw. okay we'll try to get all three guys on the show at the same yes. time Bye. this is a what looks to be a naturalizer shoebox from kohl's 49.99 all right all right here we go 
Oh, oh, <laughs> we are not getting my guys. What do you got there, Coach? I've got the NBA 1972-73 rebound leaders with Wilt Chamberlain, Nate Thurman, and Dave Collins. Well, those are some big names. Uh, well, Wilt's dead. Yeah. I Nate think, Thurman, I don't know. I think he's also dead. What's Dave draw Collins. Again? Draw again. I gotta, that's too deep. All right. I'm going to check if those guys are dead, though. Dave Collins, I don't know if he's dead. Okay, I got somebody. Who you got? I got Cedric Hardman. Played for the 49ers. Defensive end. Um... Cedric is now established as one of the most formidable pass rodgers in pro football. Nice. 1972. 1972. Oh, this guy's not. Wow. Uh, I have two things. One is the realization I should have brought reading glasses. <laughs> I have Virgil Carter, quarterback, Cincinnati Bengals. Ooh. Oh, Virgil Carter. He's Virgil still in the state. Carter uh, looks like 1970. With Cincinnati, spent three years with Chicago before that. Uh, appears to be backup type numbers here. Nine touchdowns. No stats for this guy. Virgil Carter. All right. He had a brilliant co- collegiate career during which he set five NCAA records. Does not say where. Where at? My guy played in North right? Texas Illinois. State. Illinois. No, wait. No, not Illinois. Brigham Young. Oh. Ooh, BYU. And then his fun fact, I can't quite read it, but it's a picture of a football player solving 2 plus 2 equals 4. So he's good at math. Says Virgil is a mathematician. There we go. That's hilarious. That's so good. I want to just put that on Instagram. We need to put that on. <laughs> That's awesome. What do you got, Maestro? All right, I got a baseball guy. Woo! Baseball guy. Tad Bosley. Bosley. Played for the Angels. Handsome fella. Is it Tad or Thad? It's Thad, maybe. Tad, Thad. I, I don't know. It's we'll usually Tad, but Thad Mata wrote it. He did. He did change it. Let's say let's say Tad. Tad, Tad. And it's probably Bosley. Maybe it's Bosley. Uh, let's see here. This is from the, the mid to late 70s. He played for the Angels. Uh, came up through Idaho Falls and Salinas. Um, Salinas, California? Yeah. Yeah, I lived there. Did you know Tad Bosley? I do. We were good friends back then. <laughs> An exciting, crowd-pleasing performer with his blazing speed. Tad set a California League record with 90 stolen bases at Salinas. Speedster. In the 76, and was over- the overwhelming choice as Loops MVP. Ooh. Very good. So. My guy's 72. We're going to try and get these guys on the show. Yes. Wilt Chamberlain, always a possibility. Always. Get the Ouija board. <laughs> Maestro, I'll photograph those. Put those on Instagram. I remember this year of... Um, oh, I had these cards. I had yeah, because year. this is a game you, you would you play. You flip it over right? and play the game, yeah. And I got a single. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh. Will Chamberlain. Nate Thurman. Nate Thurman and Dave, Dave Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Sports Wednesday's 100th episode live. Woo! We're not doing the whole episode live. We're just doing one bit live. It's amazing we figured this out. We were just Googling, like, how do you go live? We couldn't figure out Coach's phone. Are they both working, Coach? Coach is behind the camera. Right here is the maestro. Brian Hick, how are you, maestro? Good. Stretching out. All right, so we chose one bit to do, going live for the 100th episode. Maestro, what bit is it? It's the two-minute drill. Woo! <laughs> Two-minute drill. Here's how it works. We each get 20 seconds to talk about a story. We go through it twice. There's three of us. So if you do the math, that all works out to two minutes if we're on point. Sometimes we're not on point. I got Mr. Stopwatch over here. I'm going to start it. Maestro's going first. You guys ready to do this? Let's do this. All right, Maestro, step up. 
All right, I just found out about this the other day. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. I got I to gotta say start. Oh, okay. You guys ready? Three, two, one, go! All right, I just found out about this the other day. Mark D'Antonio stepped down after 13 seasons at Michigan State, record of 114 and 57. But what I think is interesting about this mm-hmm. is they can't find a replacement. No, nobody wants it. Luke Fickle, Brett Belima, Mel Tucker, Pat Schumer, Pat Narduzzi, none of them want it. So we were stuck with Mike Tressel. Time! The XFL started this weekend, and guess what? The LA Wildcats lost to the Houston Roughnecks 37 to 17. And then they fired Pepper Johnson after the first game. He's their defensive coordinator. Is it bad for football? Is it good for football? Maybe the NFL needs to do it. Fire more people! Time! time. <laughs> Alright, two minute drill. Sadly, folks. Swagger, the Cleveland Browns' beloved dog mascot, passed away this past week. After six seasons, he was a big bulldog. So sorry for the loss. We miss you, Swagger. But the best way to get over the death of a mascot is to pick a new one. I say, Peter, the intern for the new Browns mascot. Come on. Let's do it. Let's go, Petey. He's got got one thing. All right. Phillip Rivers. He is parted ways with the Chargers after 16 seasons. He's got 30 team records, including 397 TDs, 123 wins, blah, 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 blah. Who's going to take him? What's funny, he might end up at New Orleans backing up Drew Brees. Ooh, time! Houston Astros. I hate him. Mike Bolsinger. You've never heard of him. He's suing the Astros because he spent one-third of an inning, gave up four runs, four hits, three walks, in 29 pitches, and he's suing the Astros for unfair advantage. I love it. It's going to open up a Pandora's box. Anybody that has a bad day can sue somebody. Time! All right, first of all, hi, Chip. Hi, Chip. All right, everybody, this is Sports End tonight. Sports Wednesday's 100th episode. <laughs> Some quick stats for you. In the previous 99 episodes, we've made 93 hours and 47 minutes of content, 16,000. 453 downloads, December 2019, our top month, and that's a month we took a week off. I don't know! (laughs) Time! What has this been, maestro? Two-minute drill. Shamrock Shake. Final thoughts. We're getting close. We're getting close. We're getting close. I'm getting tired. I need my NyQuil in my bedtime. Hey, everybody. All right. This is a, this is a combined one because okay. this originally used to be called Final Thoughts. Final And we would all do a final thought. Yes. And it morphed into something called Rants and... Rants and Corrections. All right. So we, we all don't have to do these for old time's sakes. Does anyone have a rant, a correction, or a final thought? I definitely have a correction. From my rant from last week, mm-hmm. I uh, was talking about the Astros, and I said Alex Bergman. Bergman. It's Alex Bregman, and I, I apologize, Alex Bregman, that I misidentified you, you cheating son of a bitch, but uh, now I'm fixing it. Yeah, I also, in that episode, I referred to uh, Alex Bregman as Alex P. Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> so you need to fix that. Need to, need to clean that Didn't up. Didn't I mess up Bregman with, uh, with Oprah's... Boyfriend. Yes, yeah, that's right. God, he, we just don't do well with him. We don't, and we know now why. Because he's a, he's a cheater, everybody. How do you guys feel like this show's going? Pretty good. 
I we recorded it in bits, so it's it would be. What do you think the final runtime is going to be? I think when you get it all down, it'll probably be like an hour forty-five. I'm saying hour forty-eight. All right, <laughs> I'm going to go two two hours. You're going two. Yeah. All right. Of course, I could fix it. You can see, but you can play with the numbers. That that's right. You so can fudge the numbers. Only yours are good. Okay. Uh, and were there any other bits that we've ever done that we didn't bring up? I don't think so. We'll save it okay. for 200. And we're going to definitely take a break to figure yeah. out a new uh, format for the show for season yeah. three. Not because the show's not perfect. It's no. Nice. It is. It's good. But, you know, we got to continually innovate. Yeah. And we'll leave it up to the people on Twitter as to whether we continue. Yeah. Very good. As Tiger Woods would say, it's a great golf. Oh, we haven't had the golf guy. Come on, <laughs> Irish guy. guy. Yeah. Holy cow. He can always come back anytime. Right. Come here. Can you do the closing as the Irish guy? Yeah, sure can. All right, here we go. TB stands for Tom Brady. I, you know that I know that. Okay. I want to give our apologies to Tom Brady. I saw the sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way until Wednesday next. And on behalf of basketball legend me, Matt Longley, <laughs> and the maestro Brian Hake, that's Pete Brown, <laughs> the big man on campus, saying, Good times, everyone. Good times. Just a little feedback. Yes. When you say apologies to Tom Brady, you have to explain that he's on the phone. Damn it. Tom Brady was on the phone, and we didn't bring him on again. This damn show. Just Can we do it show. again? Damn it. Start all over. Can we fix it in post? Fix it in post. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. (laughs)